us as fans, we like a barbaric sport. Mm, glad to hear. We are are soulless. <laughs> Real shit though. We look at y'all to put y'all body on the line and we don't really look at y'all as human beings at times. We look from a fan standpoint and we want the most grotesque shit. We want people scoring and we want people getting laid out and that sucks. There's no ooze in NFL unless it's a fucking crack back. Unless it's a yeah. hit. A juke every now and then, ooh. But unless yeah. you get see somebody get laid out, it's oh shit. Pull up in the drive light. I didn't miss my with Fago. So, all right, before we start the episode, what the fuck is CTE? So, CTE is the repetitive hits to your brain. Basically, same way you can hit your arm and get a bruise on it is the same way you can hit your brain. Your brain hits your skull because of the repetitive hits to it, and that causes a bruise. The thing is multiple times doing that and not giving your body the chance to heal properly eventually leads to, um, I'm, not, I'm not a doctor or scientist or anything like that, but eventually obviously leads to different emotional behavior, uh, disruptions in the brain, the way it's intended to work and stuff like that, that causes people to operate um, in, in a fashion that they technically wouldn't have um, without it, right? So you see it, obviously, football is one of the sports where it's known to be something that we will most likely a lot of us will deal with um my grandfather passed away and had cte people get it in car accidents soccer players get it always head butting the ball and things like that Bro, um, i got a buddy that went so. to yale and played they told him he had to stop playing or he would get like it would be bad and it's kind of like the movie uh any given sunday like when alt was in the movie yep. they was like because he had to get a sack to get that bonus we was talking about in one of the other episodes but he, he and they was like yo if you take another hit it could you know, I guess kill you or whatever they were saying. So that's yeah. just like that. So I don't know if his was, I think his was a neck in the movie, but it's, uh, it's the same concept. Okay. Uh, it's a similar concept, <laughs> right? It's like, you know, ultimately, I mean, you just, it's common sense, sadly. It's uh, if you punch with your fist into the wall at a certain point, you're going to be like, God dang, I shouldn't be doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is in football, especially being a linebacker or DN or offensive lineman, every single play, you your head is probably in making contact. Obviously, they try to use your hands and all that type of shit, but that shit don't fly in the NFL, right? Um, that's why they're trying to use a lot more of like, hey, finding you if you go helmet to helmet. They throw a flag if you hit a defenseless receiver. Like, they want to yeah. give you a chance to, like, <clears throat> curl up, protect yourself, all that stuff. Because, obviously, again, when you think about it, like, all right, if I hit with my fist it's going to be bruised. My knuckles going to be bruised. Well, what am I doing to my head? We just can't see it. Mm. And for the history of the sport, it used to be like, bro, get your soft ass in there. What you, what you talking about, man? Bro. You head hurt. Like, so all our heads hurt, but lo and behold, that has a lot of obviously, you know, damaging effects. Players have committed suicide at Penn. Um, unfortunately, you know, we actually went to school with the, first documented case of CTE, right? Mm. I'm probably going to butcher the the term chronic traumatic encephalopathy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But Owen Thomas, our captain, Mm. my captain my sophomore year, um, you know, this dude, we called him Big Red, redhead kid, ball of energy. You know, a lot of people say that about people. I remember this. It's really like, yeah, it was really like, man, he was kind of. You wasn't funny. He literally was one of those people who walk into a room and it would just be 
jokes. It would be happy. It would just be singing and dancing and stuff like that. And the sad, saddest thing, the saddest thing, I remember probably two weeks, a week and a half, two weeks before he passed. Um, and just for those who don't know, Owen, uh, his roommates walked in to his room and, uh, you know, they hadn't heard from him, walked into his room and he hung himself. And wow. about a week and a half, two weeks before he passed, I remember we were in spring ball, spring football, and we had a meeting and he was just real quiet. It was like a, I'm not sure if it was a Friday, Saturday practice or Sunday spring game. I can't remember, but it was like one of our last practices, one of my last moments remembering him and, uh, or, or with him, excuse me. And I remember he walked out, he was walking out. We were all dismissed to go change and get ready for practice after watching some film. And he was walking out and coach was like, Hey, oh, and everything. All right. And he was just quiet. He was like, yeah, I'm good. And just walked out. And he mm. came to practice and everything like that. But that, I remember, that wasn't Owen, right? Yeah. And that's the reason why he was super quiet during the meeting and all that stuff. He was, that's the reason, the only reason why a coach would ask that, right? Like, if all, mm. of, if you're used to people being in the meeting quiet, right? You don't ask if something's wrong with you, Ross, right? Like, you always mm. like this, right? But you used to him being smiley and bubbly and cracking a joke and having fun. And he was a senior captain, senior leader. Again, maybe a week and a half, two weeks later, it was right after spring ball. Uh, you know, they found that he had hung himself and they, you know, checked out his brain and they found CTE within it. I don't know what that actually looks like. If it's different proteins or if it's a certain part that's not operating properly mm. or that looks dead or whatever. But that's what one, you know, obviously it shook the world, right? That these uh this is real this exists and it can and it also shook me personally because it was this was a guy who owen was uh he was the first person that told me that he thought that i could go to the nfl i i remember wow. that um and i remember well he was one of the first teammates of mine that i respected that i was just like oh wow you're saying that i remember we were at a party uh, on Baltimore Street, Shout out uh, one of the football parties, you know, freshman year. Listen, just just so y'all know, you know, Penn, when we were there, we, we would have Bama the Ivy League. Three championships in four years. We should have had four for four. But, uh, you know, we were partying every Saturday night because we were winners, people. We were winners, right? And I remember at one of the parties, it was later on in the season, and uh, Owen uh, pulled me to the side, you know, and I, it sticks out to me because as a freshman, I'm just partying and having a good time. Or that was actually sophomore year, I want to say. He was like, Cope, not going to lie to you, buddy. I'm, it's, it's not like I know the NFL from, from anything else, but I, I guarantee you, if anybody got a chance to go to the NFL, it's you. It's wow. like you just got to keep working, man. You just got to keep That's working. Powerful. Don't do what we all do. You just got to keep working. And I always remember that because it was regardless of what you say and, oh, I don't care what people think. We all appreciate respect from our peers, right? Yeah. Um, you can argue whether you appreciate praise or you give a damn about being praised and all that stuff, but, like, respect from somebody that you actually look up to, right? Like, you know, imagine your favorite, one of your favorite musicians, right, coming up to you and saying, like, yo, you, this is it. You it, right? You him. You know what I'm saying? And I remember that, and it also just incurred the type of, 
guy I am and the type of kid I was, like encouraged me to prove him right. And then maybe, you know, months later, uh, you know, he, he, he obviously wasn't with us anymore, but, uh, but yeah, man, CTE is, is, it's real. It's real. It yeah, is big, real. big condolences for your teammate. And I want to say junior say, he, uh, he, he, he committed suicide due to CTE. I had no idea CTE was the very first case was Owen, right? Uh, yep. I, I had very no idea that was like the first document and like, okay, that's what CTE is. This is what we need to look for moving yep. forward. Like his study is what everyone else in the world looks at. That's insane. Crazy, right? We're going to keep this great conversation going, but before we do, make sure you go follow Money Music Culture so that you never miss an episode. And go visit us at life101.io. I'm not going to lie. I'm a fan, right? Like, I'm from Chicago. We from the 85 Bears. Like, that's the home, right? No team matters outside 85 Bears. Even the team that went to the Super Bowl, Devin Hester ran the, the only Ooh. kick back in the Super Bowl. First kickoff, touchdown. We thinking it's up, Hester's right? Dog. We had Rex Ooh. Grossman weak ass. If anybody is right next to Rex Grossman, do me a favor. Just slap him <laughs> in the back of the head. He's trash. He should have never been in the NFL. But neither him nor there. Um, but I'm a fan, right? And so I'm one of the people that be like, man, the NFL getting soft. High is out of flag, man. He just hit the guy good. Yeah. And so I do understand both sides of it. And I think that, you know, I think if I'm an NFL player, I know it might be hard on the defensive side. Like, yo, I, I lay up with my shoulder, this, that, and the third. But I do believe that, you know, us as fans, we like a barbaric sport. Like, this is mm. this is Spartan, gladiator. right? Like, we, this is gladiator. So, we we are, are soulless because we just <laughs> – we real shit, though. We yeah. look at y'all to put y'all Carnage. y'all body on the line, and we don't really look at y'all as human beings at times because we look at y'all as, as – we look from a fan standpoint, and we want the most grotesque shit. We want people scoring, and we want people getting laid out, and that sucks. Um, so I am reluctantly to say I'm happy that they put that in place because I will be the first to say, right, if a person gets dunked on in basketball, a person gets crossed ooh, over, it's right. ooh. <laughs> There's no ooze in NFL unless it's a fucking crack back, unless it's a yeah. hit, right? A juke every now and then, ooh. But unless yeah. you get see somebody get laid out, it's, oh, shit. Yeah. We're grabbing our head, and I think that that is, you know, one of the things that we've been trained for, right? If I'm watching hockey, the old shit moment, I might like to see a dope goal because it's not that many. But when it's a fight, it's up. Let's go, baby. Mm. I'm banging on the glass. It's lit, right? <laughs> I've been to some hockey games. It's lit, bro. Yeah. But, like, us as fans, right, we sometimes need to put ourselves, you know, put ourselves in y'all's shoes, right? Them people got mamas. They got kids. Right, and so I I do understand it. So I just want to say, as a fan, I'm a person that holds y'all to a level of quit being soft. League, the league didn't turn soft. I'm one of the first people. Mm. Man, the league turned soft. Oh, but I now agree that I hear, but not. But as I heard your story, I feel a little different because you got people who are real, right? Tom Brady, bro. Tom Brady came out and said, "Listen, I think now we are." And I want to say the exact the words. We bailing out quarterbacks for throwing bad balls. If a person get cracked for going across the middle, it's because the quarterback threw a bad ball. And Tom Brady's such a real one, bro. Because he's the face of the league. Let's call a spade a spade, bro. He is the quintessential face of the league, right? You have Michael Jordan, then Kobe, then LeBron. All I know for real, for real, is Tom Brady in my lifetime. Fool been in the league for foul. Shout out to Aaron. Now, he will be there. 
got that bag. Well, go ahead. Stupid bag. Highest paid defensive player. That's not a highest paid player. Deserves that's not a quarterback. Deserves on one thousand percent. Oh, um, but until he come on on the Bears, I don't give a fuck. Fuck all that sauce. Yeah. But I'm gonna give him a shout out because culture. That's what I'm. Until he come yeah, on Miami Donald, culture. I want to say his wife is his manager or his business manager or something. We might gotta, you know, behind every good man. It's a it's a strong woman. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But nice. um, I will say I, I I might say like all right, I give it a little leeway. But it's a lot of shit getting bailed out because I I love watching a oh, motherfucker yeah. get clean laid out, and then I get mad. Right, I remember I was watching one of our, our homies, shout out Tease. He made a good play. He yep. won't fucking, bro, the shit getting oh, so he was soft. With your squad, too. Yeah, he was yeah. with the Bears. So, you know, I was watching all his games. You feel yeah. me? Shout out Tease Table. Um, yeah, yeah. Fully made a play because when he get in, he trying to show out. Eat. You feel me? Fully make a play. He kind of. He dives under the offensive lineman and still tackles the runner for a loss. I'm like, my boy going crazy. Mm-hmm. They throw a they flag. Cut. Oh. cut, chop block, or whatever the shit is. You can't hit an offensive lineman below the knees. And for me, I looked at it and I was saying, he was diving at the offensive, the, the, runner, the runner, and the lineman tried to block him. Right, right. And so I'm like, bro, that's the softest shit in the world. Well, that's the, the toughest thing for me, right? Football has gotten soft. And and this is from a person. My grandfather passed away. He had CTE, documented with CTE. I think I've said that on our show before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, you know, his grandson playing the same sport that ultimately uh, potentially took his life away earlier than it should have, Right. Now, we're all warriors in our own right. We're all sacrificing um, for a bigger picture and all of that stuff. And I try to do as much as I can uh, to to repair the damage that I do to my body. I've invested a lot of money into my body. I got hyperbaric chambers, boots. I got every type of Theragun and hyper ice and ice equipment and all, all the different things that you can invest in for your body, I, I got it. The same stuff LeBron got. The only things I don't have is them chefs, and I probably don't have the personal masseuse that's just on hand daily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm trying to co- combat that. And what I will say is the thing that I dislike about how the NFL has tried to prevent the crazy collisions is – don't fuck with my money. Mm. Don't like tease. Uh, he was practice squad at a certain point during the season, right? He gets his yep. chance to be active, right? I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it. It's not like it's it's for for those who who aren't aware. It's like you get a chance to play on Sunday. It's either you are going to play well enough to be here and stay here, or we got to find somebody else. So T's got to make that play, yep. right? You make that play, you make and a splash, and you're sticking around. Or if not, we finding somebody else because you clearly can't do the job. That's the mm-hmm. pressure of the NFL. But now when Tease does that and gets that flag, Ethan, if you don't mind, try, look up Jalen Tabor, T-A-B-O-R, and let's see how much he was fined for that. That's a fine. Mm. So now Tease is p- potentially playing for free that week. 
Mm. You got all these fans here. Tease made a great play. Obviously, it gives the people a first down and stuff like that. Tease is trying to do his job. The offensive lineman is trying to do his job and block the guy, right? But nine times out of ten, the defensive player is always going to be in the position to potentially hurt his pocket. That's what I have an issue with. For a league that we're so uh, – we want to help people – Managed well. I, I I won't even say the league talks about helping people manage their money properly or correctly. Absolutely. Um. But but for a league who should be so interested in in helping people protect their money, and this should be a catapult for the rest of your life, right? Like if, if me, if I'm the owners, I'm like I want all my the people who poured into this league. I want them eating, right? Some of us, some of them want us poor, hungry, and desperate. PhD. Um, mm. and that's, I think the, the issue that that's not what I think. That's what I know. The issue I have with the quote unquote softer league, right? I don't mind if we're all doing shoulders towards the helmet and not hitting helmet to helmet. I don't mind that. But what I do mind is when you find me 20 racks for grabbing a quarterback's face mask for half a second and I let it go. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's 20 racks. We're not talking about no. No fifty dollars, bro. The hit to the helmet shit is ridiculous. If I'm a defensive end or a linebacker, and I my hand is up trying to bat the ball, and my follow through accidentally hits him on the head, bro. Oh, that's a thirty thousand dollar hit now. No, but that's a thirty thousand dollar hit now. And don't do it twice. You do it twice, and you're a repeat offender. That's a who, you see what I'm saying? Hey, who who so, was that dirty motherfucker from the Steelers? Something Harrison. <laughs> uh, you thinking James Harrison, but I don't think he was dirty. That you motherfucker was Burflit, perfect, no, but he wasn't I'm on the Steelers. He was with the Bengals. You no, think James? Thinking, okay. No, no, no. I know, I know. I'm thinking of Harrison. He was dirty too, but perfect is dirty. But perfect, the one that that ripped the quarterback's helmet off in the game and hit him with his own helmet, right? Nah, that's uh, Miles Garrett. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I like yeah, Miles. that's Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh. But I guess no, my, my biggest Harrison thing, just to kind of, because I, I don't want to, you know, as we talk about on this show, we we more about solutions than problems. My my solution to that would be, don't fuck with my pocket. Obviously, okay, so then, all right, so let's talk about, pocket. wait wait hold a second. On, hold on. Here's the solution, though. Okay, yeah, I was about to I'd say. I'd rather what? you take me out the game. I'd rather you, I'd rather you be like, all right, you going to affect your pocket, affect the owner's pocket, affect the team, right? Make the team come down on me, right? I don't want to affect the team, but don't have me out there playing for free. Don't have me out there $20,000 fine over my head. You got guys in preseason who literally haven't made shit, undrafted free agent. I know a guy. I know multiple of them who you, you undrafted free agent or whatever your status is, you in the preseason. You're a rookie. You're just trying to make the team hit a guy a little bit late out of bounds. $15,000 fine. I haven't even made that yet, bro. What are you talking about? $15,000. Well, guess what? You ain't got to pay it unless you make the team. You make the team, we're going to start taking that from your check every single week like taxes, right? Mm. I, I I understand that there's health and safety issues that need to Where be Where does that money go? Checked. So the money goes towards community service and and... Uh, community initiative. So all the fine money every single year gets for, for your team. So say the the Bears had $172,000 worth of fine. The NFL basically says at the end of the year, hey, you guys have 
X amount of dollars. There's team fines. Hey, you were late to meetings. You were doing this. You were doing that. You missed the practice, whatever. The team takes that and they use that typically to go put it into the community. The same thing that happens for the NFL. So a lot of the money that you see the NFL putting into the community is really our money that you didn't take from us. Right. And I'm sure mm. they put money on top. I hope y'all put money on top. I'm go. I'm, I'm, I'm being positive with my thoughts. I'm hoping you put money on top. I know that a lot of owners will put money towards social justice initiatives. I will say that a lot of them put up a quarter million, half a million, a million dollars towards social justice initiatives and things like that. But some of that fine money from the league uh, or that you get fined by the league, now that is put towards different initiatives that the league has in terms of community service. Um, you're finding me, I, I get it if you're in a, a Vontez Burfick type of situation, you're doing this over and over and over and over again, right? Which is part of your role as a player and a defender, but it's also like you, you, we told you, bro, we told you, right? But when you're a guy who you clearly like, bro, I like, I don't make this play, I'm not here next week. My family dynamic changes, my network changes. Like, hurts your pockets, don't hurt mine, because that money. That money is is what you need, right? So I see the tease, right? Was fined $4,722 for a low block on the Vikings right tackle Brian O'Neill. Now the $4,722 sounds oh you can you could do that. Well, first of all, to the most most people be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Four thousand dollars fine, right? But sure. in order for him to get that down to four racks, I already know he had to appeal it. So what happens when you get fined, like when I got fined 20 racks for grabbing I think it was Case Keenum's face mask at the two-minute drill, Jets versus the Vikings. I was balling that game, too. Um, <laughs> I grabbed his face mask for, like, half a second. Dude still completed the pass because as soon as I grabbed it, I knew they were about to find me. 20 racks. You get to go to an appeal. You get on a, a call with a former player and um, your agent, typically, and you get to try to – sort out or tell your reasoning and explanation for why it happened obviously if you're a repeat offender you probably going to keep that fine but if it's your first time maybe second time if it's something light clearly something that wasn't even that big of a deal then you can um appeal it and typically they'll reduce it so my 20 rack fine got reduced to five thousand you oh, see wow. what i'm saying so when i see him for four thousand seven hundred twenty two that probably means he was appealed it and dropped it down which psychologically you like oh i'm winning but really you're not winning like that's four racks that you can use for yourself yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so um there's also things like my jersey was untucked so i had my jersey untucked i had the the i can't remember what color jerseys we were wearing but i probably had the you know maybe it was a white shirt under green jersey so you could see the white shirt hanging underneath they tried to find me 7500 for that fortunately you know what hey, they you do is call they have it a being fine swaggy, pressure. or you just a little chubby at Stupid. that time. I remember you couldn't really tuck your shit in. You was a little chubby, my boy. Nah, bro, I don't, <laughs> I don't ever tuck the jersey in now. Come on, now we ain't looking like them players on on Madden. That's the the natural player where they, you spin around and you looking all, all weak and shit. You know what I'm saying? But they have what they do is they have two people on each sideline that go over fines, and they will wow. let you know like, hey, like. You know, you need to tuck your jersey in. Your socks, not right. You need to pull your socks up. You're showing your knees, all of it. The minimum is 7,500 at this point. You know what I'm saying? So when I had my jersey untucked, 
I think either one of my equipment managers or something to, somebody told me second half I was like all right we ain't, we ain't gonna swag this thing out no more I got that joint real square put that tuck that other shirt in that undershirt in put it down and so fortunately when we did that one you know I was able to show him like look like Somebody told me, and as soon as they told me, I put my, I tucked my jersey in. I wasn't trying to break the rule. I knew what I was doing. I wasn't trying to break the rule, but I, you know, I'm gonna tell him what I need to tell him. And then he turned on the second half film. I was like, look, my jersey's not even, even showing. So they ended up wiping that one out. Oh, but they wow. were gonna find me 7,500 just for having the little white t-shirt Bro, that's showing. Ridiculous. Swagging it out. Now I get, I get the. Uh... Yo, you got to wear cleats this color or that color. And then you got certain motherfuckers like Ojo Cinco was like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Or, or maybe Odell Beckham, he'd be like, yo, I'm wearing these cleats, which is also crazy, but it is what it is. I get well, that. Well, sometimes bro, you know, on if, that level, not if my jersey off, accidentally comes out, I'm mad. Now, the other thing is the marketing and the business behind it. So you got some players uh, like Odell, right, or Brady, right? Where the company that you're marketing for mm. might pay to find. So like and right now, some bread. the the NFL is a Bose sponsored. Uh, Bose is their partner, their headphone partner. Mm. So if I walk out on the field and I have any logo, like I can get away with the AirPods because there's no logo on it. But when I put the Beats on, I got to put tape over the Beats logo or that's a $7,500 fine. Wow. Right. So the Odells of the world that got them beat sponsorships, the Kaepernick's back in the day, right? Mm. They would walk out and just take the fine, but most of us assume that somewhere in their contract, it's like, yo, we that's a part of Beat's marketing budget, right? Like, we're going to go ahead and pay the fine for you. And, you know, obviously, you, you, you're making enough. You're making your marketing dollars off of it, so go ahead and get that. Um, we actually prefer the fine because more people are going to write about it, talk about it, and talk about our, our logo, so to speak, you know? Mm. Um, so, yeah, again, it's business everywhere. But I know this conversation started with CTE. But it's just a, the, the moral of the story. Obviously, we talk money, music, and culture. But money, right, first, right? Like, I just have a problem with when you tax guys' pockets for trying to do their damn job, for trying to provide for their family. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, a double-edged sword, though, because if, if it's not a monetary... So think about hurt the team. Have me sit on the bench. Yeah, I'll sit on the of, bench. No, that don't, that like don't, this. That don't change. That won't change your right. I'm play devil's advocate. Right. I'm gonna be on my skip and my Shannon Sharp because if you don't make it monetary, then they don't feel as though they have skin in the game in this instance where they would be willing to change their behavior because it's a learned behavior. Right. We all from the beginning. I'm gonna even put myself in there from on some little league. Uh, Pop Warner football shit. We all learn how to tackle the same. You know what I mean? And then they, okay, well, you got to change this. You can't aim high. You can't, can't aim too low, which is wild, right? Because I was a little yeah. motherfucker, so I always aim low. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that once the monetary hit comes in, I think then it's like, okay, in the back of my mind, right? But I think what's more player is if your team pay your fine, right? If it's certain plays – it's like, oh, no, I got you. Don't worry about that. I'm going to pay your fine because that's a good play, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's what that it bounty. is like. What was that? Uh, the Saints. Saints had that bounty on that, boy. <laughs> Y'all, they. That's that bounty. The NFL critical. Greg Williams. Shout out to Greg Williams, man. I agree with you. You got to have player safety. You got to have accountability. You got to find a way to incentivize players to give a damn about it, right? However, we're assuming that. In the fourth quarter of the game, Ross Mack, you sitting on the sideline or you in the locker room because you got ejected like in college, 
right? Like you got ejected and potentially suspended for the next game because you done fucked around and hit somebody. Like that's not going to affect you, right? Like mm -hmm. that's not going like the teammates not going to look at you different. Like Ross, like you know better, bro. Like why would you do that, right? But now you're affecting the team and our, us as players, and you're not affecting my my son's tuition in the future. You see Listen, what I'm saying? What I'm telling you is next man up. That shit ain't going to – you just more mad you oh. get caught. If it ain't no mm -hmm. monetary impact, hey. bro, you're doing the same hit next game. Maybe. But I, I just don't know any other – there's no other business where you take that type of money from people. Obviously, professional sports. But there's no other business where you feel like, okay, I got to – in order for – so I won't, I won't consider an accident. Get the money. I won't. I won't consider. Look, I won't consider an accidental hit to the head. You know, like you did that on purpose, right? But don't don't snooze, motherfuckers on Wall Street getting them SEC fines, my boy. Them motherfuckers touché. hitting, my boy. Touche, touche. But 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 touché. then again, they did that on purpose, and they knew it was illegal. So obviously, you did something illegal, but it was an accident. That's right? my thing. It's like some some of the hits, hit the and that's what I'll say. Is like some of the hits is is. Yo, dude then caught it. He's falling. And now I'm getting blasted. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm he's falling. I'm I done dove really for his abdomen, but he's falling, so now I end up hitting his then head. Hit him head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that it's like they they deserve the right to challenge that. Yo, go look back, bro. You know when I he, wasn't trying when to I, because at the end of the day, let's call a spade a spade, bro. When you no longer aim head to head and you go shoulder to shoulder. To a degree, you're no longer looking at the defender. I was right. taught, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to keep yeah. your head up, but these motherfuckers weigh 300 pounds. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You you going with the shoulder, you kind of look over. So at that split second, because these are professional athletes, they're running four, fours, right? Four fours, <laughs> 40s, you feel me? So these motherfuckers, right. it's a split second. So I get what you're saying. Like the moment I go, and I think it should be the way they look at basketball, right? They'll replay it. Oh, was it an and one? Did he gather the ball? They should look at it and saying, the moment he gathered to hit him, where was he standing? Because every offensive player braces themselves by coming lower. But mm -hmm. a defensive player, the moment he goes low, that's all he yes. know. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? So I'm with you. I think some of that shit and bullshit. That, you got some wide receivers and tight ends who would say, you know, I remember Megatron, Calvin, we played with him. He was like, look, Larry Fitzgerald, I, hit me in my head. Don't hit me low. I'll pay your fine. I promise mm. you, please hit me low. I mean, please hit me high because you take my knee out. I'm done. I'm done. A concussion take, I'm coming my back head, in a week or two. I can come back from. My yeah. knee, said I'm, I'm done for the whole year. Yeah, I remember Calvin talking about. I'll, but what's I'll pay so crazy though, and we and all these, so a lot of the people will make the argument, right? Like, what you mean when we go high? Well, why why do you start seeing people, you know, tear their ACL or this, that, and the third, mm -hmm. or bust their knee, or ankle, or that? But it ain't been that many injuries, like in terms of that. Like I haven't the legs seen, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I haven't because everybody makes that argument, right? I'd much rather you go high than low. Right, because mm -hmm. I think the the going low on the quarterback happened. Well, I don't know when it happened, but I remember one of the worst was LT doing that to uh, the quarterback oh, in the yeah. Super Bowl. Doesn't... Yeah, but like in general, I haven't really seen as much on that because I yeah, know well, that they, argument. They started though. changing that that rule, Brady. You know, they changed a lot of rules for for Tomas. He the um, famous. He the, he the face of the league. Yeah, Bernard Pollard, Bone Crusher, played with him. Shout out to BP. He came off the edge or something like that as a safety and dove low at Brady towards ACL. You know what I'm saying? And then um he also knocked out Stevan Ridley uh one time in a helmet to helmet collision type of thing too. But you know, once he took that knee out, Brady out for the season, 
Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. y'all messing with our money now. Don't y'all go low. That's another fine. That's a flag. Yeah, 15 yards. Y'all see it in the fans and stadiums cheering and all that stuff. But the owner is gasping for their breath like, don't you just fuck with my $100 million investment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You might have, whoa, 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 you going to fuck up the whole season for me, right? So, you know, there's certain things. Obviously, you protect different players, and that's 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 my biggest thing is I understand favoritism. I understand there's a level. It's levels to the shit, right? I get it, right? But when you see fucking Tom Brady, any any of your favorite quarterbacks, you see the referee going over and picking them up off the ground and helping them up. Bitch, what the fuck are you doing, right? Like, this is football, man. Like, I get it, they a quarterback, but you ain't even gotta sh- you ain't gotta show your favoritism like that, yeah. right? When we coming off the edge and the running back, the running back hits you with this chip block. Running back hits you with this chip block. Right. Basically, you coming off the edge, you fi- you fighting with the tackle, trying to get to the quarterback. Running back acts like they, you know, they, they check inside. No, nah, they don't hit you low. They can't do that no more because of the. Oh, okay. uh, well, they can do that if you one on one, but this okay. is if you engage with the tackle. They check inside. Boom, boom, boom. Then they go to the outside, and what they do is they just hit you with a – they just give everything into that top shoulder of yours or into your ribs or, or whatever they can do, and then they keep going out for their route. But you're not looking at them, right? You're looking at the tackle. So you literally just off balance. You're just trying to beat the tackle on the edge, and then that running back just – Pops out of the back of the tackle and just cleans you, bro. There's so many dudes, <laughs> some of your favorite players, Khalil Mack, all these dudes that have gotten taken off their damn feet from a running back that they didn't see like that. There will never be no fine for that. That's a blindside block. That's that shit. I'm defenseless, right? Like, mm. shit, my body matter to me, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's, again, I understand that it's a tough job. You can't solve for it all. I understand that there's no perfect answer. My solution would be repeat offenders, tax that pocket. If you if your first time, second time, you know what I'm saying, and we can look at the film and show that you weren't malicious with the intent, like you're just trying to do your job at a high level that you get paid to do and you providing for you and your family, same way that person who's catching the ball is doing it for theirs, then let's not touch his pocket. Let's figure out a way to, to affect them mentally until they prove to us that yo you you want some shit and you need to be taking out this game for a while you know what i'm saying and and i think that's that's my biggest thing you know me i'm always going to be protecting the players money in the pockets because we put so much into this bro to imagine being in the middle of a game like tease and to know that you just got a twenty thousand dollar fine walking over your head yeah you appealed it down to four thousand seven hundred seventy six or seven hundred seventy two or whatever it was but like Ultimately, imagine, bruh. Imagine going back to the huddle and you sick. Like I got a question. I can't you, fuck this up again. If you the per- if you the person that do a certain hit and you get through out of the game, does your check get forfeited? So I think you get a fine. I used to think okay. you your whole entire check was gone, but I think you just get a fine now. So like okay. it might be forty thousand, fifty thousand. I mean it's a I've hefty seen fine. Those, though. I've seen yeah. that. Uh, man, you get thrown out. They take the helmet off. They mad as hell. I was, I wasn't, uh, that motherfucker be mad as hell. I wasn't, uh, Yeah, yeah. No, you you definitely losing a lot of money, but I don't think it's necessarily your entire game check. Now, some people, though, you're a rookie, you making a certain amount. It might be your whole game check and then some. But for right. some people, big ball, you making a couple hundred thousand a game type of thing. 
it's like, all right, you know, the Dominican Sues of the world, you know what I'm saying? It's all right, bro. That's a right off. That shit should be prorated, bro. Dominican <laughs> Sues should not get the, or Aaron Donald should not get the same fine amount that a practice squad or or the, the you know, the, the 52nd man on the roster gets, the fifth, the fourth right. string linebacker, or whatever the fuck it would be. There's levels to it, man, like I said. But, I mean, I, I applaud you because, like you said, I think the, the importance of this this episode right is to highlight the fact that like there's a lot of business that goes on when it comes to these fines but more importantly the health and safety is is definitely taken into account by the nfl it's definitely mm -hmm. taken into account by the players obviously i have my own bias as a defensive player i'm trying to protect my pockets there are certain times i remember oh i remember when i was with the jets <sighs> andrew luck through this little short drag route to i can't even remember what wide receiver it was and I could have, oh, I could have killed this dude. Like, I probably would have literally, like, if you, for those of y'all who remember Tekken and Mortal Kombat, where you got the little lifelines, the life bars over people's head, if I would have hit him the way I wanted to, not thinking about the fine, his shit would have probably been, Deesh. right? Like, he would have he would have lost a few years, you know what I'm saying? But I I, I, I hit him with the shoulder. Fatality. Still, yeah, we still got everybody, the Ooh, I literally, I, bro, I, I did the little cross on the, I, ooh, ooh, walked to the stands, like, ooh, it was hype, but I knew I could have fucked him up, bro. But again, that's why those rules exist, and I appreciate that, and I'm sure that wide receiver appreciates that. I'm sure Andrew appreciates that. He ran over, grabbed the guy up, and picked him up, but ultimately... Uh, and probably whisper, my bad, bro, my bad. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. He knew it was his fault. Those are the business decisions that us as players have to make. I always got to look back on that. If I just fuck him up, clean his mm. clock, take the fine, that might be an investment that gets my marketing crazy. That might have me on Sports Center all week. That might have every other team like, oh, this dude crazy. We want him in our locker room. You know, that's the mm. NFL culture. We kind of we need him. We need that edge. You know what I'm saying? But I also got to make the decision. I'm like, am I going to give 20000 just to make this, this hit? It's an investment. Yeah. But, but it's hard to think about that. In the middle of the game, as you drop out in that coverage, and you're like, oh, shit, he just caught the ball. Ooh, I'm like, he right here. He right here. That's a quick decision to make. Some people make split decisions, like quick decisions on the fly, right? Uh, uh, you know, uh, a person that's a surgeon or some shit like that. Or, and I think y'all are pressured, you know, to perform or also have that overhang of potentially getting fined or throwing out the game, et cetera, so. I agree with you, man. The, the pockets is real, man. Mm, At the no end more, of the man. day, I just hope there are less CTE cases and more yes. ooh moments of motherfuckers getting laid out. I agree with you. I it's agree with you. perfect balance for us all. Say no more. And I'll leave you with a gem from Greg Williams, man, since you, yeah. you brought up the bounties. Uh, Greg Williams <laughs> used to always say, a slow, correct decision is the same as a wrong decision. So let that sink mm -hmm. in. Now, this has nothing to do with CTE, but this is just a life thing. A slow, correct decision is the same thing as a wrong decision on the football mm. field, especially, but also in life. Trading, like you said, surgeons, soldiers, right? Talk about that pressure. A slow, correct decision. Great decision. But that's the same thing as a wrong one. You got to be skilled, extremely skilled at making the right decision quickly. Understanding your instincts, not second guessing yourself and making the decision. Like you said, these people are running four, four, four threes nowadays. Right. You got to make that decision fast and you got to live with it. So for all of y'all, it's not just an NFL thing. Your cops as well.
A slow correct decision is the same thing as a wrong one. That's tough. That leaves you with one option, right and fast. So, with that being said, brother, another episode of Money Music Culture, man. Tell them what to do, bro. Tell them what to do, man. Hey, sis, we, this is an amazing episode, man. Y'all make sure y'all like, subscribe, leave a comment, and share it, man. Share it with your uh, your coach from your Pop mm. Warner days. I said you weren't going to never be nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> share, share with your high school coach, your college coach. Share with your high school sweetheart. You know what I mean? Your first crush that you gave a teddy bear to in elementary school. It don't matter, man. Make sure y'all share it and, and sit in next week. Tune in. Let's get it. Pew, pew.